You know what it is? You know what it actually is this time? Do you have any idea what actually happens this week? XFL playoffs. Damn straight. Let's go. I never actually followed up with that. Did St. Louis make it in? or They did not. Okay, no, I didn't no. think so. Fucking Vipers ended up coming in and annihilating. Or not the Vipers. The Vipers got annihilated by yeah. the Sea Dragons, yeah. Uh, that's about how it looked. I got pretty much uninterested pretty quickly in that. Um, so, yeah, XFL playoffs this weekend. Um, is there anything else important happening? Uh, subject to change is playing at uh the nut hut in altoona on saturday night oh shit um they're gonna be debuting a few new songs one of them may or may not be some original music for the podcast so i think i'm gonna be heading out saturday to uh, go see some live music get you some nuts get me some nuts that's right oh how'd i forget your uncle Greg is going to be here this weekend with the food truck. Good food this weekend, obviously. Damn good food. Oh, oh man. If only there was something to do, something that was on television or like a, a like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday type of deal. Yeah, just just a, a three days of just partying. You know, what'd be even cooler is if it was in Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, it was it was easy access. Somewhere that if we were better at planning things or having money or having money to plan things, we per- we, we could have possibly attended. God. Cannot wait for the draft to come to Kansas City. Oh, wait a minute. That happens sometime, right? Yeah, sure. Oh. It, probably 2035 or. Yeah. Guys, it is draft weekend i i don't know what what more to say all of the the controversy the news aaron Rodgers made a storyline because the camera wasn't on him imagine that what you look disappointed that i said it you thought it i said it dude gets traded and ryan's like this motherfucker wants all the attention well how how long has this trade been in works i don't think that's his doing I don't think he didn't have a part in it. I'm not saying he's blameless. I'm just saying that I feel like the teams had more to do with. I with feel like Brian Brian Gutenkunst was like, "Get this motherfucker out of here!" And he goes, "No, I'm gonna go into darkness for four days." And Brian's like, "No, no, 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 fuck!" Knock on the door. Knock on it. Like, oh, uh, you know how happy. The Packers have to be going, oh, fuck a monkey. That was a big-ass gorilla on our back. Good news, boys. We can finally draft a quarterback in the first round, and I apologize for my voice. It is going to probably go in and out all night. It's been a long week and a half. Yeah, I'm actually – Austin's battling something. I've got a sinus infection. We're here for you guys and us. We're, We're mainly here for us. This is fun. This is almost therapeutic. But we're here for you, too.
guys haven't figured it out yet, this is the Too Fat to Play podcast. I am Ryan. With me, as always, is Austin. What's going on, everybody? It is draft week. You have two of the most uneducated college football experienced lack thereof peoples. We don't know what we're talking about. Most days. And we are going to, uh, we're going to do some draft scenario stuff. We're going to talk some players. Ryan might know three or four of them by name. Um, he might even know what position a couple of those play. We've each got a first round mock draft with no trades. Would have been easier to draft with trades? Very much so. You get into like the 12 to 17 range. If Dude, there's you get no- past like six. You get, I mean, you get two. Seattle and Detroit, shit could go haywire. Depend, oh. Depending on how these drafts, how the draft rolls, depending on, I mean, hell, depending on what Carolina does at one. I think it's pretty obvious what they should do, but it's Carolina. I'm not sure. Frank Reich, you seem to have a type. Oh, God, don't be the guy out of Kentucky. But we'll get to that here in a minute. Let's go ahead and hit the big news of the week, I guess. The news nobody saw coming. The news that just shocked the world when it was announced early Monday morning. The Jets gave up a second first round pick. Honestly, I feel the trade was great by both sides. The Jets, I don't feel, gave up too much. Because it was a swap on first this year, and then everything else. It was like three total picks. No, I mean, I get that, but I don't know how you end up giving up two first-round picks for a guy that had his options. The options that the team you were trading him, getting him from, their options were they don't want him, and you're the only team that's going after him. I don't know how you get no, a second first round pick. It it it, it is kind of crazy that one team was going after him, and you couldn't pull it off because it, it is it's one of those deals. Green Bay said, "Fuck this, get him out of here." Aaron Rodgers said, "Fuck this, get him out of here." The Jets said, "Take our draft picks." I don't. I, I'm pretty sure it was an offer that Jets made, and the Packers said, "Let's think about it." Mute. We accept this, right? Yeah, we're we're taking that, right? They just offered a second one. But at the same time, I also don't feel the Jets felt bad about it. Now, that's assuming Aaron Rodgers plays how Aaron Rodgers can, which is great for a championship round exit. Funny if you think you're in the AFC and going to make it to the championship round if you're not the Chiefs, Bills, or Bengals. But oh, man, uh, that, that Jets team... Oh, it's talented. It just, I mean, it just needed some competency at quarterback. I, and I, and I know you, I'm a little higher up on Rodgers than you are, but. Show yeah. me the Packers team that didn't have the talent to win it all. Show me the guy that held them back. I don't think Aaron's had a team around him that's like this team. I, I don't, I don't think as far as. Weapons on the outside, plus the defense that the Jets currently have. I don't think Aaron's had that team around him before. 
He's also not had it in the NFC, um, which is much weaker than the AFC. The Jets don't scare me at all right now. Um, not in terms of a uh, Super Bowl contender playoff team, team that you don't want to see in the regular season. Yeah, that's exactly what they were last year. Even with Mike White at quarterback, especially with Mike White at quarterback. Yeah, because with Zach Wilson at quarterback, they didn't scare anybody. I want to know what's Zach going to do to make Aaron's life hell? Is he going to like set one of those those beepers in his in his room and training camp that goes off every 15 minutes? I'm pretty sure he's just going to shut the fuck up and go away. <laughs> God. I, I, uh, like, I, <laughs> you, you know, if they bring in Baker Mayfield as the veteran starter, that's one thing. <laughs> when your fucking childhood hero walks in and you're like, fuck. Uh, hi, Mr. Aaron. <laughs> like, congrats, Bryce. Or not Bryce. Uh, Zach. Zach, whatever the hell your name is. Nobody likes you. I, mm. <laughs> Welcome to Irrelevancy. I hope you learned something. I mean, because Aaron's probably got two years. Maybe. Before he becomes a Viking. Yeah. So that leaves us 13 before he starts stealing money from... Am I not allowed to make that joke anymore? We were all thinking it. My worry is how often you think it. Daily, at least. I'd be shocked if it's that rare. All right. I, I think that's enough of Aaron Rodgers. We've all known this was coming. The, yeah, I the, mean, I there was no surprise. The whole breaking news that I got from NFL... Yeah. I got excited for nothing. It is how I felt about it. It was finally done. Um, there, there wasn't. It wasn't. Oh my God! The the Jets got him. It was. Oh, okay. They finally agreed to something. Cool. Um. So let's uh let's shift gears. So before we get into our mocks, uh, I kind of wanted to know what are the three things you think are gonna happen draft night day one of the draft they could be surprised just three things because the draft is so unpredictable it wasn't until 10 minutes before the draft a few years ago that sam darnold was the unanimous number one overall pick they're standing at the red carpet sources say baker mayfield is the number one overall pick and no everybody lost their shit we've seen an odds change tonight um, so what, do you, what three things, whether it's teams in general, um, do you think Roger Goodell's going to get knocked down by an offensive lineman, giving him a chest bump? Um, right. We can only hope, um, we're going after that, uh, that lawsuit, the cease and desist, obviously. So the things I think are going to happen, I think you're going to see, a surprise order at quarterback. Um, I don't know what the record for trades in the first round is. I like that one. 
I think it gets broken. And I think a Super Bowl caliber team makes a very dumb pick early. Okay. Do you want to elaborate on that team? Or, or yeah, I think gonna... the Eagles are going to fuck this up. Oh, I love it. Um, I'll, I'll go just a slight bit more. Um, I can't say specific with mine. Um, I don't have this in my mock draft because my mock draft, I use logic. Not what my gut tells me. So this is all gut feeling I'm going with here. My first one, the Texans will not draft a quarterback. I I, I feel that D'Amico Ryans has been with a team that has been in quarterback limbo for a couple of years, especially while he's been on the roster or on the coaching staff, and knows maybe I just need to get a veteran guy in free agency after I fix everything else. Or he could also be looking at it at, fuck this, let's trade back some, try and stockpile some picks so maybe we can make a move for uh, Caleb next year. Um, whatever that case may be, I don't think the Texans take a quarterback. I could be wrong, obviously. I don't think it happens. Um... Here's the big one for me. Talked about it before the show. Will Levis goes number one. Will Levis is the first quarterback off the board. God. It feels Frank Reich. It, it feels like the dumb thing to do. You sit at one. You have your choice of quarterbacks. 31 other teams aren't going to take him at one. I, I've seen mocks where the Falcons or the Raiders take him. Um, I've even seen a couple where the Colts take him. Uh, it feels very Frank Reich to take him at one. Instead of trading back two, three spots is all it's going to take. Now you're not paying him as much. You still get the fifth-year option, which he's never going to make it to. Um, him and another quarterback, which is going to be my next one, um, the last couple of days, I guess I'll even throw in a bonus and I'll start with the bonus. I believe Anthony Richardson is going to be the best quarterback out of this draft. I love his intangibles. I know he needs to work on his, uh, accuracy. Everything I see out of the guy. I absolutely love. He reminds me a lot of Cam Newton. Got a little bit of that Josh Allen to him. And the NFL has kind of moved into a direction where mistakes aren't the end of the world. Not saying you can make record-setting mistakes week in and week out. Like if you're a first-round pick from the Browns or a fourth-round pick out of Dallas. um, Or anything to that nature. I, I do believe Anthony Richardson's going to be the best quarterback out of this draft class. 
Um, and I think C.J. Stroud is going to bust. So I, I have a thought on C.J. and I don't I don't know if it's so my problem with C.J. is on tape. I think he's the best quarterback in the draft class. What he did at Ohio State. Bryce probably reads a little quicker. He's a little more mobile. But playing quarterback at an NFL level, CJ looks the part on tape. With this S2 cognitive test leak that happened, I I don't know. I, I don't know exactly what that means. I I, I know that there is, and we have to throw the, the alleged leads out here because there was a guy from the company that said there were two sto- two scores that were drastically misreported. What that means, none of us will ever know. Um, you, I but, just find it hard to believe because it's a cognitive test. It's it's a your ability to think quickly. Mm-hmm. It, it's your decision making. And I get that a te- a paper test or a computer test doesn't translate directly to the football field and what you're seeing. I also just don't think that that guy. Like, I didn't watch a lot of Ohio State football. I watched a little bit of Ohio State football. I don't know how that guy plays at the level he did in college. If if he's that slow to read things. So, I mean, hopefully I have, I'm wrong. I, I have been I have been known to be a little biased against Ohio the, State quarterbacks. Yes, you have. I haven't been wrong that often. And it's crazy because this time 2 years ago, we were having the exact opposite conversation about <laughs> one Justin Fields. Yeah, yeah. No, God, no. I wish we would have had mics back then. I wish I, I wish too fat to play. Well, it was thought up. It was it was a brain trust, which if you've watched Scrubs, you know what that is, and that's just a whole clusterfuck. But yeah, yeah, we were we, on exact opposite sides of the Ohio State quarterback. It. Yeah, because um, I I had no faith that Justin Fields was going to be an NFL quarterback, none whatsoever. And jury's still out. Yeah, and, uh, you I were mean, right two years ago. He, he I was still, right this year. He still has to throw the ball. He does. Like, he, he still has to throw the ball. That's the one thing, and that's what he was good at in college. He has to throw the ball. He has to be able to throw the ball, and he has to have somebody <laughs> to throw the ball too. Yes, but he has to throw the ball. As a prospect, I feel like Stroud's better than what Fields was. His his ability to throw the ball feels like it'll translate better. He's got the size. He doesn't have the size concerns that Bryce does. He doesn't have the accuracy issues that Richardson does. He doesn't have the whatever. Will Levis had 96 yards on 13 completions against fucking Vanderbilt earlier this year. He doesn't have Oh, but he on can throw the ball 70 what was it? 72 yards off of his knees. Yeah. I'm sure he can do a lot of things off of his knees. That doesn't win you football games. Cuz I'm pretty sure when your knees down, 
you're down. And I I think I, I think Bryce still goes number one. I, I think that the the Carolina still takes Bryce number one. I feel like he's the closest thing to a can't miss at that position. Cause I mean, in in you know, real world Bryce is probably the best quarterback and he's an end of the first round guy. Yeah. In, in, a, in a league that doesn't overvalue quarterbacks to an elite level. Because, I mean, it's outrageous. We're talking about quarterbacks, Jalen Carter, and Will Anderson. Those are the only guys that get mentioned at number one overall. There are two players in this draft that they're direct comps. At the left tackle position are Joe Thomas... And Trent Williams. Yeah. The, those are <laughs> the, those are both players that are sub- reportedly will be available at the eighth pick, at the ninth pick, at the thirteenth pick. It's Joe. T- I, I mean, Skronsky. They're like, hey, that's Joe Thomas. You draft him. You pay the left tackle for the next 12 years. You have your left tackle for the next 12 years. Paris Johnson, they're like, you draft your left tackle. You pay your left tackle for the next 12 years. You have your left tackle for the next 12 years. No mention at the top of the draft. The best player in the draft, who I believe is probably Peter Skronsky, is is not mentioned No, and- top. It, top three, top it's five. It's so sad. It, it's sad. It really is that the position that you can't screw up, you are willing to give up everything for, you reach. My team did it. We don't know how it's going to end out for that certain player. I mean, when but, it happened, my team did it. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah, worked. It, it, when it, but I can assure you. Me and damn near every other Chiefs fan out there. In 2017, when it was announced that the Buffalo Bills have traded the number 10 pick to the Kansas City Chiefs, and with that pick, the Chiefs select... Yeah, everybody else yelled Deshaun Watson too. Because Mahomes was a reach. Everybody thought, "Mm, you'll probably get Mahomes at 15. Stories came out later, it sounds like the Saints would have taken him at 12. But still... Everybody thought, mm, you reached for a project quarterback. Did it work? Absolutely. Obviously it did. How many times has it not worked? Every other. <laughs> you know? It, it's it's so, which is the the other reason why I don't mind teams constantly drafting quarterbacks to get it right. If, if after a year, like today, I've seen reports, uh, the Titans are out on uh, Malik Willis. Like, they have lost confidence in him, do not believe he's the future, which is crazy because he didn't get much of a shot with that that team around him. But if they're out, uh, I'm sorry, Trey Lance is now your starting quarterback. What else are you going to do? Like, with where you're picking in the draft, what quarterback are you going to take? You're going to take Hendon Hooker at... What are you guys at 11? 11? I mean... Which, 
I, I really like Hendon Hooker. So do I, but 25 off a knee injury scares me. I, I agree. Um, but So, question though. Because obviously the, whatever you want to call it, the smear campaign, the, the negative ads on CJ. If CJ falls to 11, if you're Tennessee, do you take him? I like CJ at 11. I do. Like I said earlier, CJ, it's a gut feeling with me. Something just doesn't feel right. I don't know what it is. Hell, back when we very first started talking draft, I brought up CJ. I brought him up as, mm-hmm. why are we not talking about him instead of Bryce? We've gotten closer. I've watched some of the stuff. I've seen other reports, and I wish I could would have saved them. Or I've seen other reports away from the S two cognitive test um, that are turning me away from him. So, I although at eleven, I don't feel like that's a reach for a, a quarterback needy team. You're sitting there at eleven. Let's be real. There's not much sitting there except for a couple of probably tackles, uh, which you did just get rid of yours. Um, so that's where I keep ending up with Tennessee. Is I don't know. I, I keep seeing things that maybe Atlanta goes quarterback if, if the one's available. Now this makes seeing, me want to get, get into our mocks. Oh. I keep seeing things where Seattle... Might go quarterback. I think Seattle does something much scarier. I think the Raiders aren't going to take a quarterback. Um, which I think in the mocks that I actually have, I think I have them taking a quarterback. I, I think they take a quarterback to sit behind Jimmy. I think Jimmy's finally found his role um, as a journeyman bridge. Especially with his injury history. You know you're probably going to get 10-11 games. Oh no, his leg gets hurt and he has to sit. Got to throw in the new guy. But I don't know that you do it this year. With him on a three-year deal, I don't know that they do it this year. And I'm I'm leaning towards they don't do it this year. I think a guy drops into their lap. And I, I, I can't say drops into their lap. I say he falls. They look at around the room like, well, Fuck, he's projected to go much higher because we've overvalued the quarterback in the drafting process. Once again, I don't know. So I'm, I'm I'm feeling less and less confident about the draft I have in front of me. Oh, I so so this this could turn into an absolute shit show where I am going through this as we uh as we do. Um, um, but. I've. Do you want to go ahead and just start go one through thirty one, kind of hit each pick and talk about them as we go? I mean, if there's something that you really feel we need to talk about, because I feel like if we analyze each and every pick, we're going to be here all oh, yeah, night. No. I mean, there's there's easy ones. There's there's ones that feel if if Jalen Carter's at five for Seattle. You take Jalen Carter. Right. 
Um, if oh, uh, damn it! Now I'm now I'm in the list. Hold on. You know, it. I I feel like an interesting one for me is the Lions, um, which I I almost feel like the Lions trade back at number six. Um, I think they stay put. I think they see a guy. They look around. They said, we need a little bit more. And uh, they go get him. I think they've re- reached just a hair. Get some more firepower. Jackson Smith and Jigba? Hmm. Okay. Well, it's the same guy I have on this one. So. All right. Let's go ahead and get um, into this. Yeah, let's, let, let's look into it. Um. I did two mock drafts and I've got him going to lines of both of them. Um, let's let's get into it. Um, number one overall. I know you've already said you believe that Will's going. I believe it. It still has to be Bryce. Logic says Bryce Young. I I, oh, I put oh, yeah. Bryce Young down. <sighs> To me, it's a don't screw it up. Do you want slightly more athletic Tua? Slightly? Then you take him at one. Do you want Carson Wentz? Trade back. Get Carson Wentz. Yeah. That, it's For me, it's as easy as that. Number one, I've got Bryce Young. Me too. Number two, Houston. I feel like the one quarterback Houston likes is Bryce. So if Carolina fucks this up and goes Will Levis number one, it changes a lot for me. And I mean, it changes a lot for me. Oh yeah, that changes the entire outlook of the draft. Um, but if Bryce goes number one, I think Houston looks around, goes, listen, fellas, we've got a lot of holes. QB is not even our biggest one. We can't stop nobody. We can't slow nobody down. Let's put a big boy in the middle. It's going to do it. They go Jalen Carter. I have them taking Will Anderson. I don't hate it. I, I see Will Anderson as probably the – I see him as the best player in the draft. Coming off the edge, you need three things in the NFL. You need a guy to throw the uh, throw the football, a guy to protect that guy, and a guy to get after that guy. Yeah. No, And I definitely understand where you're coming from. Um, and they've got a left tackle. You've got a left tackle yeah, you've already. Got, yeah, you've got a you've got a premier left tackle. You've got a guy that can throw the football. Is he great? No. Um, Davis Mills isn't bad though. Yeah. He yeah he got benched last year. It was just a lost season. Yeah. So I, and I'm, I'm interested to see what you have here, Cardinals. I've got them taking Anderson. I've got Devin Witherspoon. I keep seeing him rise. I've seen him at nine a couple of times, with an, and it was actually a trade. I've seen Steelers. him at Detroit a lot. Really? Yeah, I've seen him uh, around nine to ten a lot, uh, but I keep also seeing him in the top three at at Arizona, um, who, so who needs help. Also, I don't believe Arizona drafts a number three. No, there, and like I said before, we started this. 
this is no trades. Would have been much easier to do trades. It's just what trades are going to happen. Yeah. I don't. I can sit here and confidently say I believe Brandon Ayuk is getting moved. Especially after John Lynch said no, he is going to be on the team for a long time. There, there's 52 players that you're taking calls for on the 49ers. There's one that you're not, and it's Nick Bosa. <laughs> I I hate saying it because Nick's not my favorite player on the team. There's there's 52 players. You at least pick up the phone. You might laugh when you hang it up. When they say Nick, you just hang up. You don't laugh. You just that was a prank call. Like, you listen everywhere else. I, yeah, no, Same. drafting would be, or trading. I mean, I, I feel like there's 25 picks in this draft that could change. Oh, yeah. Um, but, no. so I, I think the Cardinals likely to move out of three. Um, number four, being as it is, Colts, I've got Anthony Richardson. I've got him taking Will Levis. Yeah, no. It it feels like the Colts thing to do, it just like it's the Frank Reich thing to do. Um, ever since they were locked in at four, Will Levis felt like the guy. The only time it didn't feel like the guy was when Pat McAfee heard Anthony Richardson's name and was like, "Who the fuck's this guy?" and then watched his tape and was screaming into his own mic that the Colts needed to take him. Um, but we all know how Indianapolis does. They don't. I, st- I still think, I-, I think Richardson has a shot to go there. If, if Levis doesn't, and again, this could all change very quickly. I still don't believe Levis is it. Like I, I, I think you take Bryce Young to be your franchise quarterback. I think you take Anthony Richardson as the guy that could be your franchise quarterback I think you take C.J. Stroud as the guy that might be your franchise quarterback, and you take Will Levis because you're desperate and hope that the little white guy has a chance. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't feel any better. I have Mac Jones rate higher going into the draft than I have Will Levis. I do not believe Will Levis will be an NFL quarterback. Um, at number five, being that the pr- two premier pass rushers are gone. I think Seattle reaches down a little bit. I don't really believe it to be that much of a reach because I think he might be one of the best pass rushers in football. I think he might be the closest thing that we'll see in football to 11 from heaven in Dallas. I think Seattle reaches down and grabs Nolan Smith. Okay. Well, you already had the two best coming off the board. Um, I had Jalen Carter. Coming in at five. I've, I've had several mocks where he was available at five. And I, I absolutely, if he's there at five. You take him. You absolutely oh, you take, take him. You take him every day of the week. Uh, number six. Already spoke on it. Both of us has Jackson Smith and Jigba going to the Lions. They're going to be without Jamison William for six weeks. Yeah, it's only six weeks. Yeah, but then think what happens week seven or week eight, depending on when their buy is. Da 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 da. Yeah, you now have <laughs> you now have. It it makes too much sense. So you to now take have Amon Ross, St. Brown, Jamison Williams, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. Jared Goff isn't called what's heaven. 
Um, number seven, the, I, I did this mock draft before I started feeling things differently. I have the Raiders taking Will Levis. I have the Raiders taking C.J. Stroud. I have Stroud going to the Falcons in the next pick. I don't love it. Um, I also am getting hints out of Atlanta that they don't love Desmond Ritter. I I can I can see that they took a he was a second round pick what last year or two uh, years yeah. ago, last year was it last year Yeah, they kind of took a flyer on him at the it was the middle of the second round, Something I like believe. That. Yeah, they didn't have to be sold on him. Taking a second round quarterback's like you could have been a first rounder. We're not sure if you're worth. Your ceiling is the first round. Yeah, your floor is not. Right. Um. So. Heading to Atlanta at 8, since you have CJ there, I actually have Anthony Richardson. Okay. I think uh, Atlanta sees CJ Stroud come off the board, and they're like, well, damn, that's who we thought we were. Wait a minute. The guy out of Florida is still there? The big one? Yeah, take him. Project guy? Maybe a little bit. Probably a lot of it. Sometimes patience is a virtue, and it pays off. It worked for Philly. It's worked for Buffalo. Sometimes you just got to get him into year three with a vote of confidence, and shit just starts to fall together. Number nine, I I would almost be shocked if we have have if we have different things here. Um, I have them taking Peter Skronsky. Same. Okay. Um, number ten. And if Philadelphia is smart, I think this is the way they do it. If they're smart about it. At number 10, if the draft goes as listed to this point on either of our boards, I think Philadelphia looks around, goes, what do we need? Not do we want, what do we need? And what they need is somebody on the middle of that defense. And they draft... Kalia Kansi, out of pit. I got Brian Branch out of Bama. Safety. They need a little bit of safety help over the top. I see what you did on the defensive line, kind of filling in that Javon Hargrave. Mm-hmm. Having safety and tight end over the last couple of years have really kind of bolstered themselves as it's hard to say as legitimate positions in the NFL, but as positions as of necessary need. positions. Yes. I, and the only reason, cause I, I looked at branch there. I really did. Um, the only reason I would go defensive interior is they have one player on that front on, on the defensive line. Now they, they have one legitimate player. I think the cornerback help that exists allows you to take a second-round guy at safety. I don't know that Brian Breezy is still there when they draft again, who I think is the next best interior lineman. I think you see the opportunity to draft a guy that could be Aaron Donald, and I think you take it. Okay. However, I'm not convinced they don't fuck up and draft B. John Robinson there. Yeah, their need for a running back is non-existent. 
Um, that team doesn't really rely on that position. Uh, that would make zero sense. So, number 11. Paris Tennessee. Johnson. Bijan Robinson. So... They trade... Th- this is... So they trade a second rounder. They get a second rounder from Philly and trade Henry to Philly. Yep. I've done the trade. <laughs> and they take his replacement. I No, that makes sense. I, I mean, That makes sense. I, I looked at that and said, nobody's giving a first for Derek. Derek gets moved, like you said, probably a second to Philly, which doesn't make any fucking sense for Philly still. It's scary. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, it's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. But about four weeks in, you're going to kind of see what's happening, and they're going to have to start running their quarterback again, uh, which they're trying to get away from. But, no, I, I, I see him getting moved and Bijan Robinson sliding in and being his replacement. If that happens prior to, I get it. It makes sense. Um, number 12, Houston. I'm interested to see what you do here. You want me to go first? Go ahead. So they've got a left tackle, right? Mm-hmm. Why not go get a, a right tackle to uh, fill in for a few more years? I mean, your your left tackle, he's not old, but he's getting up there a little bit in age. Uh, don't, not sure if you're going to afford another contract with him. Why not have him train his replacement and have stalwarts on either side? So you take Paris Johnson at 12, which has net you the best edge rusher and the second best tackle in the draft. So in my world, both the, both those options are, are gone. Right, right. So you're like, you know what? Quarterback's not really an option here. You know what really helps quarterbacks nowadays? Tight ends. Dalton Kincaid. Okay. Okay. You you need receiver help? Yes, absolutely. I think at this point, I think the best receiving option for a team that knows they're not going to be able to push the ball down the field is one of the better tight end prospects we've seen in a long time. Number 13, now the Green Bay Packers. I believe 110%. I'm not, I might have the player wrong. I 110% believe the position is correct. With the number 13 overall pick, the Green Bay Packers select wide receiver Jordan Addison. Okay. That's crazy. I, I do love the slap in the face to Aaron Rodgers. Like, hey, you've left. We're going to go out and get weapons. I love it. It's not the Green Bay way. No, but I think they have to this year. I I really feel that Green Bay looks at their wide receiver room, Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson, and... Uh, That's it. No, they've got one more that they drafted last year, and I can't think of his name right now. He actually played fairly good, um, but Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw rookies the ball. Um, fuck, what's his name? Oh, my God, I can see him. 
Uh, no, I think they shore up the interior defensive line. Try and get a little bit younger. Kalijah Cansey, Pittsburgh. I don't hate it, but I don't know. Something just screams to me that Green Bay is going to take a receiver. Um, the number 14 one is an interesting one for me. Because this one was hard to pick. If Because it's Bill Belichick. Yeah. Who and, fucks up first round picks. And I still have Devin Witherspoon on the board. Oh, God, you do. He's still on the board after this pick because Bill Belichick took Miles Murphy. I don't think he screws it up. He takes uh, Nolan Smith. Oh, God, if he's there. So, both of us taking edge rushers. Yeah. I, I, I um, feel like you look at it and you, yeah. you go, wow, we really need some defensive help. Got to get to the quarterback. Bill's old. Bill's senile. He's not that old and senile. So at, at number 15, I think the Jets make the move that puts that defense in the category. Really? You're not getting some more help for Aaron Rodgers? No, I'm taking Devin Witherspoon. I like if, it. If, if that, he's still if, there. If he's there, mind you, CJ, he could be gone 12 picks or but yeah, uh You put Sauce Gardner Sauce, yep. and Devin Witherspoon on the outside... Y'all remember when they had Revis Island and, uh, God damn it, he's got like 12 kids. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. I yeah. can't, I can't. Welcome back. They, they they now have two lockdown corners. Good safeties, good pass rushers, good linebackers. You're talking a top two defense in the league. So, I went a different direction. This team just traded for a quarterback who, let's be honest, two, maybe three at the absolute most. And that's if he signs a one-year deal. Assuming he doesn't threaten to retire. Which he will. I should probably get off that tangent before I go too far. I think the Jets look at it and say, this is a short-term win now. We have to keep him upright. We have to still build for the future. They take tackle Darnell Wright out of Tennessee. Well, you got Wright going above Broderick Jones? I do. Okay. Um, I don't I don't hate it. Um, I and I guess this could determine this could come down to how healthy they believe that Mekhi Becton is. Um, well, and even if you have him on the opposite side, well, Mekhi's been playing right tackle because George Fant's right. been playing left. Um, so I if if they're not sure about the health of Mekhi Becton, I don't hate it. Like I I don't hate the idea of them taking a tackle. I just don't know that they do it if they believe. Becton's going to be available. Um, I've also had them drafting Dalton Kincaid several times if he doesn't go there, or if he doesn't go ahead of that. Um, getting getting that tight end spot. Yeah, but we know how Aaron Rodgers treats his tight ends. He just doesn't use them. Yeah. Um, you get a good one, and you just don't, I don't 
fucking understand it. Um, number 16 pick. Also a pick I believe gets traded. Very much so. Because Washington feels like they have to go up or they should go down. Um, I was really hoping the team would be sold by now. Um, officially. But I don't know. Uh, so Daniel Snyder still has a chance to fuck this up for him. As Which one he will. parting gift. Because if, I mean, quite frankly, if I'm Daniel Snyder, I'm like, all right. Let's just trade everything we can to move up and just draft some nobody. But I think if they play it smart, if they do if they sit there, stay there, I think they take Broderick Jones. Tackle from Georgia. You you've got a question mark at left tackle with Charles Leno now. Um that that sures up your offensive line. They seem to believe that Sam Howell is going to be their guy. I've also seen Hendon Hooker going there. That's as crazy as it sounds. I don't hate it. Uh, it's high. It's very high. But if you can't find a trade partner, which to me sounds insane, um, then I mean, yeah, you take your guy. Uh, I've actually got them going interior de- or offensive line. Um, kind of reaching for a guy need not based on draft position. They're going to kind of pull a Bill Belichick. It's not a huge reach. It is still a reach from probably beginning second round or early first round to the middle of the first round. Uh, Steve Avila, guard out of TCU. Oh, shit. Okay. The, the guy's a monster on the inside of that mm-hmm. offensive line. I Based on ADP, it's a reach. Based on watching him play, hell, I wouldn't mind seeing him go further up in the draft. I... The guy, I love watching this guy play. Some of these big guys just eat. And he's one of the ones since he plays kind of, if you're not a center or a tackle, nobody really talks about you. It's the unsung heroes of the interior offensive line. You have a solid guard. Mm-hmm. It makes up for a lot. Now you can pull your guard. It's like having a great tackle. Just a decent guard will do that. Now you get a great guard. I love it. I, I think you shore up the inside of that offensive line a little bit. I know you need some tackle help, but uh, I mean, I I like Avila. I, I think if they're going to go guard there, I I would probably lean towards uh, Torrance out of Florida. Um, I think I think he's just got a better base, uh, but Avila's an intriguing fucking prospect and that guard. I feel like Avila was better in the run game. That's fair. Than Torrance, and when you have Brees Hall, yeah, or not Brees Hall, uh, Brian Robinson, yeah, behind you. No, I get it. I, I mean, um, number seventeen, Steelers. I think they go with position of need. Christian Gonzalez, if if he's there, I, I don't feel like you can not take him at no, seventeen. I completely agree. I have Christian Gonzalez going. Uh, at 17 as well. So Detroit's back up. You remember how at number six, Detroit took an offensive weapon Mm -hmm. to help on the outside? You remember how they traded their tight end last year? You know what tight end's still on my board? I have a feeling his initials are both M. No. Dalton Kincaid. Oh, shit, yeah. He's still on your board. Well, I have them drafting tight end Michael Meyer. 
<laughs> okay. I mean, <laughs> six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. I don't think Michael Meyer goes higher than Kincaid, although we've both seen drafts where that happens. So, and I've got Kincaid going to 12. So, so yeah. But no, I, if you're the Lions and you're sitting there and you pick up Jackson Smith and Jigba at six, which I think is the smart thing to do, the right thing to do, and the flashy thing to do. Maybe a small reach. Maybe you can get him at nine. Yeah, but is it a reach if you're if you're going after the true best receiver in the draft? No. Is it position of need? Yes. Position of want? Yes. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> what what and, are you and, giving? And what up? team is going to literally walk to the table and go fuck it more than Detroit? Yeah, nobody other than Dan Campbell. I'm going to get that guy's ta- face like tattooed on my ass or something. I, I love Dan Campbell. So then you're sitting there. You've already done it at six. You're sitting there at 18. Maybe we should trade back. You're like, why? Wouldn't it be nice to have a Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Darren Waller type? And the room goes, what are you thinking? And you have Dalton Kincaid or Michael Meyer. You take them. Yeah. And you just, you've got a running game, you've got a passing attack, your offensive line, you fixed in the first, your first couple of drafts, you've got an adequate quarterback or above adequate quarterback, your defense played phenomenally last year, no, it played horribly, and then phenomenally, it was really weird how they just yeah. turned it on, but... It's an offensive-driven league. If you have to fix the defense later, you fix the defense later. Especially if your offense was so close to winning you games that your defense lost. Now you're scoring 100 points a game. You scored 97 all year last year. And yes, we were both aware that they should probably use both first-round picks (laughs) on defense. They probably should. But you get two guys like that, you just take them. You just take it and run, laugh, do whatever you have to do. And, and this way, for me, that kind of shores up the, obviously one of these receivers you're going to lose when it comes contract time. Yeah. But now you get to pick. It, it, it's literally, all right, who wants the most money? Oh, you're gone. Now we still have a great one and a great two. Yeah. It was great having three of you for three years. Uh, it, it It's mm-hmm. the Bengals situation. Yeah. Um, Which I... Can you think of a team that wouldn't love to be in the Bengals situation right now? Offensively? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Tampa Bay. I've had a lot of question marks around Tampa Bay. Um, I actually I looked at the name on mine. I was like, how the hell did he kind of drop? Because I've always I've been a little bit higher on him than I feel like I uh, than most. I'll go ahead and start. Um, Miles Murphy, edge out of Clemson. Okay. I've got him taking Brian Branch. Okay. So, um, Seahawks. I think the Seahawks look at what the Jets did, and they're like, eh, fuck it. Let's do that. Deontay Banks out of Maryland to pair across from uh, Tariq Woolen. I don't hate it. Uh, you alluded to the guy earlier when I took Avila, or Avila. I think they look at Osiris Torrance. I think it's a great at pick. twenty, and you just walk away. So the Seahawks would then have taken 
the best interior and one of the best interior. Yeah. You, oh. you shored up the inside of both of your lines. The next pick, a pick I believe gets traded. Honestly, I'm not so sure that the 20th pick doesn't get traded. I'm not so sure that the 16th, or the 18th pick doesn't get traded. 21, believe it gets traded. If it doesn't, Chargers, Joey Porter Jr., Penn State. Okay. Okay. Uh, this guy's already off on your board. He slipped a little bit. I believe L.A. sits here. They look at their board. They go, how the hell... Did Jordan Addison slide? Okay. And they take him. Um, your wide receiver core is getting a little old. Love Mike Williams. You're, you're going to need somebody to replace Keenan Allen. Uh, I feel like he's going to be able to step in and take over that role. Okay. I'm good with that. Uh, the Ravens. I'm going to see what you go here. I've got them taking Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech. Really? Mm-hmm. I think... One of two things happens. Either draft day trade and Lamar's gone, or draft day contract extension, Lamar stays. Lamar stays, in my eyes, they take Quentin Johnson, wide receiver TCU. I've done that many times. Many times. Um, and I, I, I don't believe you're wrong. I, I think they should go wide receiver. Which is why I have them drafting an edge rusher. <laughs> you know, it, it actually makes sense if you think about it. Um, speaking of Quentin Johnston, um, he now gets to play across from Justin Jefferson in Minnesota. See, that's where you're wrong because Zay Flowers gets to play across from Justin Jefferson in Minnesota. It's fair. Um, Jacksonville. Need some help on the back end. Emmanuel Forbes. Joey Porter. Yeah. I I figured there was a there was a corner there. Um I have the Jets already drafted on your board, taking Osiris Torrance. Or the Giants. Or the Giants. Giants. Did I say the Jets? Yeah. I'm, I'm at the Giants. Um I've actually got the Giants taking offensive weapon. Uh more out of want than need. He went. A little bit earlier on your board. Uh, tight end, Michael Meyer. Okay. Um, and in this draft, because I believe that there's one team that has five points that can fuck up anything. And if it doesn't get fucked up earlier, the Cowboys take B. John Robinson. I, I don't know if this was a hopeful pick for them. Like, maybe I deep down feel a little bit bad for them. Um, I see them, obviously, with our draft boards and how they've shaked, played out, be a little bit different. Um, but Deontay Banks is still on the board. Get some more corner help. If, if he's there, abso-fucking-lutely. Um, the Bills. I struggled with this one. Because I, I I feel like this might be if he's not gone I feel like this would be a good place for Ravila. Um, oh, I like it, but I looked at it and go what you know what what does the metric say they need? 
really badly, they need a safety. I don't know if that's they what do. the metric that's, said. I mean, they, they do need a safety. One of their primary needs is a defensive interior lineman. I have them taking Brian Breezy. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say it now. Uh, I've actually got Brian Breezy falling out of the first round. I think this is his, I think that's the only opportunity he has to catch the first round. Um, so I've actually got Emmanuel Forbes going to the Bills. Makes sense. Get some back end help, like you said. Yep. Um, then we've got the Bengals. I'm interested to see what you did here. Uh, God, they need help all over that defense. Mm-hmm. They really need help on the interior. Mm-hmm. Um, which they, I thought about Brian Breezy, but you've got one really good edge rusher. Sometimes you need two. Um, I've got them taking Tyree Wilson, Texas Tech. I think we get some clarity on the Joe Mixon situation and then take uh, Jameer Gibbs. I I looked at it. I thought about it, but with no news coming out, and obviously they could have kept it hush-hush till draft day so they can try and try and do something there. Um, but the, the Bengals aren't great at uh, keeping things quiet. So I, I just don't believe that. Um, so I, I took Tyree. Okay. Uh, 29, the Saints. Who do you got? It's the same guy. I, I swear to God, it doesn't matter how I draft. The Saints at 29 always end up with the same guy. And he feels like a Saint. Lucas Van Ness from Iowa. I I went to a different Iowa school. I don't. I don't like Will McDonald in the first round. See, I to me, Will McDonald feels like a saint. I, I, <laughs> okay. Um, can't, can't argue with the logic. I just, can't argue against my own fucking logic. Um, so I just don't like Will McDonald in the first because, uh, and I've had this conversation involving the Chiefs a lot. You know, what do the Chiefs do if, if, you know, this plays out kind of numerically how people think where they're looking at you have your options are Van S or not Van S or Will McDonald or Dewan Jones, you know, a guy that plays right tackle in college. What do you do? And I go, if that's the case, you take the right tackle. I, I do not like Will McDonald in the first round. I he. To me, he's a less talented version of George Karloftis, who I still not sure what should have been a first round pick. Um, and so I, I do not like him there. Ironically, I do have him going to the Eagles in the next pick, though. I've got Mozzie Smith. I like it, and the only reason I don't have him here is because I have the Eagles taking uh, Cancy earlier. And then we'll close it out. 31st pick in the draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select. Who do you got? In this world, I've got them with Darnell Wright. I believe you have to go get a tackle. If, if there's not a premier pass rusher available, if, and, you know, if the NFL devalues tight ends in the first round, and 
I've seen situations where Dalton Kincaid ends up at the end of the first round. I think you take him. I think if if the premier pass catching options are gone, which Zay Flowers is still available in my draft, so I, that could be the move as well. I think you take tackle. Um, I'm not so sure the Chiefs don't make a trade to get to the top of the second round. Um, involving Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Brandon Ayuk is going to be a Chief when I when this is all said and done. You and I have talked about this trade off air without mics extensively. Yeah. Uh, I'll get to my pick, I guess, real quick, and then we'll hit that. Um, I've actually got them taking edge rusher, Kansas State, I, Felix Anadiki Uzoma. Yeah, I hate that pick. I also don't think he's a first rounder. I I feel higher about Mo McDonald than I do about Felix. <laughs> I don't know. I I get where you're coming from. Like, there's one player out of K State that I want on my team. He's five foot six. And goddamn it, if Deuce Vaughn's available in the fourth or fifth round, I want him. It and seems like one multiple... K State player every year just fucking lights it up in the NFL. Yeah, and I don't believe he's gonna be Felix. I I have my worries about Big 12 pass rushers in the NFL, okay? <laughs> and Eli Harold was a stalwart for years before he decided to go try and get more money from the, the – uh, yeah, I don't know what happened to him there. But he left San Francisco and was never the same. But, my God. And that was before they were a good defensive line. So let's, let's get into a trade that me and you have – Cuss, discussed, and I think almost come to an agreement on. Like, if 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 me and you were the GMs of the teams, I, I feel like this trade would be accepted and done. Um, Because I, I brought this trade to you. I was sitting there, I was doing a mock, and I was like, if you're San Francisco, and Kansas City goes, we want Brandon... 101 and 102, which are two of your comment story picks, mm-hmm. will give you 31, I think, was it 31, 60, or no, I think they kept, I think I kept 64, like 31, 90 something, and next year's second. Yeah. Do you take it? And you, without a lot of hesitation, said yes. Brandon Ayuk is due $14 million this year. Which is right about, I mean, right at average for wide receivers. His production in San Francisco says he's a $14 million wide receiver. His tape, his blocking ability, and his play, on the other hand, say that he's... Number one wide receiver material. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to pay him. John Lynch, if you figure it out, thank you. I don't know if, sorry, not John Lynch. It'd be Parag Marta, um, our finances guy, who has worked magic in the past. So if anybody, I, I believe in Parag. Um, but 
I just don't see how it works out. And I don't see why you would take him into his contract year when you can trade him for two years of team control and get a little bit more out of him. Would it be nice having him for what's a hopeful Super Bowl run? Very much so. I also do believe he could be a package with Trey to get a lot back from a team like Tennessee because those Mm -hmm. two live together in the offseason. But I think Kansas City calls, you answer, and you have to have the hard discussion. Do I want Brandon Ayuk in Santa Clara every day of the week? It's the old adage of something's got to go. Say with with your guys' roster construction as is, it's just it's it it gets difficult. I mean, there's you have to you have to look at it as you know, hey, what? Obviously, somebody here is not going to be here. Who is it? And I was just looking to see if I could do a two-player trade on PFF, and you can't. Um, but Brandon feels like a guy that could be moved. It's been it's been really quiet around Brandon, which makes me believe that he that to me that increases the chance of him being moved. Um, so I'm I would love to see that trade for Kansas City. Um. It works for both teams. It does, because Kansas City needs a wide receiver. And don't be wrong, they could stay at 31, and they could... I mean, you could end up with a guy like Zay Flowers. You could end up with a guy like Jalen Hyatt. Um, I mean, you could wait. You could end up with Trey Palmer, uh, Booty. Um, I mean, you could end up with a lot of good receivers out of this draft, and that might be the one thing Kansas City looks at and doesn't pull the trigger on the trade. If there's if it if it exists, because they're like we can address the wide receiver position much cheaper. I just don't know that you can get that quality of wide receiver without going up significantly in the draft. Because I feel like anybody past Jackson Smith and Jigba, I would take Brandon Ayuk over. To me. I came to you with a trade. Like I was like, hey, if this is presented to you, how do you feel about it? I was like, as somebody that understands roster construction and as a Niners fan, how do you feel about this trade? And, Sick to my stomach. And, but and you, you were like, I fucking hate it. it. But it's absolutely the right trade. It It is. And it's not, you're not, making that trade to hope to get somebody at, at 31 to replace him. You're not going to replace Brandon Ayuk. If he ends up on another team, people are going to see how special he is. The, and that's kind of why I hope it's the Chiefs, because he would excel. His route running is insane. His speed, his hands. The, the guy's a monster. They've In San Francisco, they've been calling him Baby Julio. And it's there's a reason for it. The guy's incredible. He doesn't get to shine. You know, you've got George and CMC now and and Debo. And you got a big guy from the seventh round two years ago 
whose nickname is Third and Juwan. And it's not for anything stupid. The guy literally goes out on third down. That's the only time <laughs> he, he, lives, hits the he lives field. on third down. But I, I, how many times did we see like third and oh, 18? God, just... And he runs a, a three yard slant and he fucks up the safety over the middle and barely gets the first. I mean, Juwan Jennings was the guy at Tennessee that went up for the ball at the back of the end zone. I can't remember what game that was. He went up over everybody and came down with it on the Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. He does that every time. He And it it's not that Brandon can't do that. It's That's not how the offensive system works. Yeah. It makes sense. I don't like it. I don't want it. But it makes sense. I, on the other hand, am good with it. <laughs> I bet you are. Yeah. Um. So, we, we've given you two options in the first round. Um, so, I would guess somewhere between zero and three picks that we actually get accurate here. Yeah, I'm going to set the over-under at four. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm taking the under. Um, I'm taking the under all day. Doesn't feel like a very good line if we're both hammering the under. Um, Here's the thing, though. We're hammering the under, and the over's going to hit like a motherfucker. All the trades are going to happen, and we're still going to get the picks right. And it's going to be the dumbest thing in the world. Yeah. Um, But ah, it is it is draft week. Um, By the time you guys are listening to this, it will damn near be draft day. Um. Man, I I think there's there's still some trades to be made. I think there's going to be a lot of trades on draft day. I think there's going to be some players moved. Um and I'm I I am very very intrigued to see how I mean, of course, I'm biased to Kansas City. I will not argue that. I am so excited to see what Kansas City does in this draft because I believe Kansas city has a chance with this draft. If they do the right thing to really set this team up for the next five years. Um, and I, and I hope that's, I hope that's how I feel when it's all said and done. Um, but drafts are unpredictable, man. Um, and if, if I had, if I made you tell me right now, if I set the over-under at four and a half at quarterbacks in the first round, you've got the big, that's the big four in Hendon Hooker. I'd be hitting the under. I don't think Hendon Hooker makes it into the first round. Um, I think he does. I don't think he makes it past 20. Which, and it's weird because I also believe one year ago we were talking about Hendon Hooker being possibly the best quarterback in this draft. I I legitimately believe if if they draft in order, I, I, I'm starting to legitimately believe that he is a 16 or 19. I, I could, if he's available at 19 and the guys that Tampa Bay values higher are gone, I could see them just being like, screw it. Let's get it. 
he's a guy that fits that style of play. Yeah, he's 25. It's a little offsetting, but I I I think there's going to be a fifth quarterback taken. Um do you have do you have any guesses on who Mr. Irrelevant could be this year? Not at all. And I'll say this much. Last year, couldn't have even told you who the Iowa quarterback was, or Iowa State State quarterback was, to be Mr. Irrelevant. And now, the guys made it onto a podcast with the Kelsey brothers, New Heights. Looked uncomfortable as hell. Loved every minute of it. I, I don't know. I have a guess. In fact, I have one of two guesses. Mr. Irrelevant, I genuinely believe, could be Max Duggan from TCU. Because I have seen situations where he's gone in the fifth. I've seen situations where he's not drafted. Or Stetson Bennett. Part of me just died. I don't even want to hit on it. But it would make... You know, it'd be even worse somehow. And I don't know who holds the last pick in the draft right now. I think it's the Texans. I'm not sure, but I think it might be the Texans. It would make it even worse if it's somehow the Patriots hold that pick and take Stetson Bennett. Which, to me, feels like a very Bill Belichickian move. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm figuring out who it is. It is the Texans. Holy shit, I was right. So, yeah, the Texans hold the 259th pick. It just feels like that's where Stetson Bennett needs to go. Is the last pick in the draft. His great-grandkids are going to be so happy to see him finally drafted after all these years. They're still alive? I mean, genetic testing and modifications gone really far for people that are irrelevant in life. All right, that seems like a good place to end this. Um, yeah, it's almost 10 o'clock. Yep. We're going to get out of here. Um, enjoy your draft day coverage. If you have any highlights, lowlights, midlights, uh, bad ideas, good ideas, Whatever from the draft, if you have, you want to send us your draft grade for whoever you root for, you want to send us your draft grade for whoever we root for, send it in. Let us know how th- how you're feeling about it. Let us know how you feel about how teams have done, what teams are doing. We're going to get out of here. Thank you guys so much. Enjoy draft weekend. It's always a good time. Be kind to each other. Love one another. And I think we're gonna, I'm going to start this off and do this a little differently. And the way you're looking at me, I'm not so sure you're not going to do a similar thing. And always remember, fuck, fuck the, the Jets. Cowboys. No, the Jets trade for Rodgers. <laughs>